Is President 45 GPO likely to give up uh, election grievances? Well, that has yet to be seen, ladies and gentlemen. But if you want to hear more about this story, please stay tuned to the next episode of Chillin' with Teddy G. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Chillin' with Teddy G, where you know here we discuss anything and everything with absolutely no flavoring. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we don't use any sugars, frosties, and definitely no mayonnaise. So go grab yourself your favorite cup of coffee, tea, or latte, whichever you prefer, and let me into your cars or your homes or your workplaces or just wherever you may happen to be listening to me at for this next episode of President 45, I Don't Like You to Give Up Election Grievances. My name is Teddy G, and I'm your host on Chillin' with Teddy G. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to another episode of Chillin' with Teddy G. Let me get this dirty laundry out of the way because you know how I got to keep it clean here at the studios of Chilling with Teddy G. Under the uh, Copyrights Act of 1976 and the Title 17, Section 107, allowances is made for the fair use for the purpose of this criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarships, and research. Fair use is permitted by the copyright statute that may otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit educational or personal use tips the balance in the favor of fair use. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I believe he has no intentions on doing any of that. But let's hear this latest broadcast. And let's pick up on uh, two more points that Mara made. Number one, he knows he lost. But number two, let's go to the post-presidency with the proviso that we in the media may well control the spigot of oxygen uh, starting January 21st and thereafter. Is there any preview you can give us of what you've learned, what your gut may be about what his post-presidency may look like? Well, he's already preparing. He's already set up the, uh, the his own pack. He's uh, likely to declare he's going to run for president, perhaps uh, as he's heading out the door. Uh, but, you know, his hold on the Republican Party right now is in part the, he has that still incredibly solid support among the Republican base base voters. But there's also fear of what he'll do over the next 42 days that he is in power. And Brian, if, if you look at what he has done, he's been so jealously guarded that notion that he is not a guy who loses, that he is the ultimate winner. That's the brand. Uh, but he is going down in a pretty spectacular fashion uh, as a loser. And uh, it's not just the election results. That's obviously the big thing. But look at his uh, behavior vis-a-vis uh, -vis, uh, the uh, National Defense Authorization Act, the big defense bill he has threatened to veto. This is something with you know, wide support among the Republican uh, rank and file, Republican leadership, and Democrats as well. And he may lose that fight. I mean, that, 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 that bill is, is likely to pass over his veto threat and uh, may well be overridden. So what does it say about the invincible Donald Trump? If he can't win in court, he can't win with the voters, he can't uh, get uh, state legislatures to, to overturn election results, and he can't even get Republican members of Congress to do what he wants in the face of a veto threat. He starts to look not just like a loser, but somebody who is impotent. Oh my God, he did just not say that. <laughs> he just called 45 impotent, ladies and gentlemen. And he's got some point now. It holds some validity for the fact that everything that uh, 
Trump has been trying to do, he has been losing it. He has been failing. He failed at trying to uh, regain his presidency. He failed at all of the uh, lawsuits that he didn't put out. He is uh, failing after he, even his uh, Republican supporters were told that he will veto this military bill. And they seem like they don't give a damn. So they are actually calling the president impotent. Uh, you got to love every minute of it. I know I do, but let's continue. Oh, let me take care of this dirty laundry. I almost forgot of the, of the Copyright Act of 1976 under Title 17, Section 107. Uh, allowances is made for the fair use for the purpose such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarships, and research. Fair use is permitted by the copyright statute that may otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit educational or personal use tips the balance in the favor of fair use. That said, is this over? I mean, from their perspective, effectively, this is over, right? Joe Biden is going to get the electoral votes that are going to be cast on Monday. He's going to get enough to declare him president of the United States. They will be formally counted on January 6th. He will be sworn in on January 20th. That will all happen. What are what are the Republicans going to keep doing on Earth, too? I mean, the president and the Republican Party have raised on the order of a quarter billion dollars from their supporters just since the election, thumping this idea that somehow if enough, you know, old people and people on fixed incomes give enough recurring donations to Donald Trump, somehow that will make it so Joe Biden didn't just beat Trump handily and make Trump a one-term president. Somehow, just give more money. Just sign up. So maybe, you know, it's it's not just that Trump can never concede that he lost his re-election effort. It may very well be that the whole Republican Party can never concede that they're going to stop trying to override the election to keep Trump in power. They may, to, may need to keep up this, the, this impression that they're fighting to do something that will eventually make Joe Biden not the next president just so they can keep taking money from people. Just tonight, they started running a new ad demanding that Americans give more, more money, more money, more money, more money, and call their state legislators to somehow make this election not have happened. They started running this now. But and I tell you the why. Because he's going to need some money on his way out the door, ladies and gentlemen, to help fight this, uh, all of these uh, lawsuits that's going to be against him. I mean, he's got like five, six, seven, eight lawsuits against him. So he's stacking the dollars and whatnot, whether he calling it for a re-election or calling it to uh, investigate this election and whatnot, it, it don't matter. He's stacking up dollars because he knows that either way it goes, he's going to need some uh, money if he don't want to use his own. So he's stacking up the dollars, plain and simple. In court uh, is not going to help with this fantasy, it turns out even with three Trump-appointed justices on the nine-member Supreme Court, three Trump-appointed justices plus Alito, plus Thomas, plus Roberts, it doesn't matter. The Supreme Court is not going to help here. Which is another thing that's that he's hoping on. That said, is this over? I mean... He, he, that's something else he's hoping on, but, you know, that probably ain't going to happen either. That was his whole reason for hurrying up getting them in there, especially the last one is uh, Barrett. He did everything he can to make sure that uh, uh, she got in there before the election had even started. 
you know whether well, it had, it had started, but before the 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 calculation part came in, where they started tallying up the uh, votes, he uh, he made sure he got her in there, cause probably that's gonna be his last uh, ditch ploy. Is to get them to uh, overturn uh, the election, and he's got these uh, idiots that I call them throwing their money at him in the uh, hoping that um somehow the election get um turned over and it's just not gonna happen he's in denial his supporters are in denial the only ones who, who are not in denial is democrats and uh, uh democrat voters uh, uh critical thinking individuals anybody with uh <laughs> with any uh common sense i know i had to laugh because i'm gonna go lower and lower down on the telephone uh, on the pole even even the newborns <laughs> that ain't even out of the hospital yet they know <laughs> okay all right all right i won't stop here we go oh boy good evening from new york i'm chris hayes tonight we saw yet another legal defeat for donald trump and the republican party this time in the highest court in the land the supreme court a overwhelming humiliating rebuke we're going to talk about that in just a minute, but of course, that news comes in the midst of the worst humanitarian crisis the U.S. has faced in arguably 100 years. President Trump and the Republican Party are staging their full-scale attack on democracy, even as they collectively allow a 9-11's worth of COVID deaths every single day. In fact, the head of the CDC warned yesterday, the U.S. will probably see more deaths from COVID than on 9-11 every single day for the next two to three months. A 9-11 every single day for two to three months. That would mean around 180,000 to 270,000 more dead Americans before the end of March. Today, we set a new case record again and almost 3,000 deaths. And yet, and yet, and yet, one of the two major parties has devoted all of its energy and resources to the most brazen frontal assault on American democracy in living memory. And tonight, they got their butts handed to them in the Supreme Court in a clear repudiation, as expected. The court, which, of course, includes six Republican nominated justices, basically finding against Trump nine to zero. A little bit of dissent about whether the Supreme Court even had to take up the case or not. But ultimately, as many legal experts predicted, they determined the plaintiffs, and I quote here, had not demonstrated a judicially cognizable interest in the manner in which another state conducts its elections. In other words, they had no case. They had no standing. Get out of here. It seems like everybody knows this, ladies and gentlemen, except Trump and, uh, uh, excuse me, 45. I hate to say that name. Uh, 45 and his uh, administration. Everybody else doesn't uh, uh, know that uh, sloppy Jim Crow Joe is the president-elect. But it seems like uh, 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 President 45, uh, his administration, uh, his uh, uh, supporters are all still in denial, ladies and gentlemen, and, and hoping, not only just hoping, I bet you a lot of them are praying that uh, uh, it gets overturned. And it's just not going to happen. It just, it's not going to happen. Now, the thing is, there were at least 20 Republican-led states attorneys general 
and 126 Republican members of Congress, almost two-thirds of the entire GOP caucus, including the top House Republicans in the House, Kevin McCarthy and Steve Scalise, supporting this lawsuit to overturn the election. Yes. It was a lawsuit, just to remind everyone, right, to basically declare Donald Trump the president despite the fact he lost by seven and a half million votes exactly. and multiple states. It, it is a lawsuit. It was a lawsuit. And that's ridiculous, ladies and gentlemen. You see how he throwing y'all money away? He is absolutely throwing y'all money away on frivolous lawsuits on in the hopes that he's going to somehow change the election results. And we know that that ain't never happened in history. If you don't lost, you lost. Ain't no two ways about it. I would like for y'all to for them to try that with uh, some boxers. I wish they'd have tried that when uh, Muhammad Ali was alive, overturned his uh, his uh, championship bouts that he done won. Better yet, Mike Tyson tell him that we know you knocked him out. We know he didn't get back up, but you know the judges are saying that. Uh, 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 the other guy won, you know, because he has uh, certain privileges, you know, you black fighters don't have. <laughs> oh, boy. I know. That's how comical it sounds with, with uh, Trump and uh, uh, his supporters are, are trying to do. That, that's how stupid it is. Come on now. Y'all see this not to put too fine a point on it, to destroy the union. I, I'm not being hyperbolic here. The remedy Republicans were asking for was to essentially stay the votes of the electors in four states that voted for Joe Biden, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Georgia, not let those electors vote for Joe Biden, and to have the Republican-controlled state legislatures appoint electors to vote for Donald Trump, even though Donald Trump lost, he was... <laughs> got fewer votes. <laughs> he didn't win those states. And that look, was look, look, look. He can't even stop laughing. Now, this, I mean, I have to report on this because it's news, but come on, ladies and gentlemen. You got to know by now that this is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I guess it's good for, you know, if you ain't got nothing to do or you, or, or you, you need your spirits uplifted, all you got to do is listen to this. Or go out there and listen to any one of them uh, news channels that's telling you that he's still fighting to uh, overturn the election. I mean, it, it says here, look, putting in $207.5 million in the month since the election along with the Republican Party. Election day along with the Republican Party. Now, you know that's ridiculous. It go, and it says down here that the Supreme Court wouldn't hear <laughs> Texas case to overturn the election. <laughs> they wouldn't even listen. They said, get out of here. <laughs> we don't want to hear that mess. You know, I that boy, I'm telling you. They, they, that, that's gotta be that's gotta be hurtful. That's gotta be shameful. I don't know what lawyers walked in there to the Supreme Court. But they got turned around at the door. They wouldn't even hear it. They said, if you don't get the hell out of here. election <laughs> would be overturned and Donald Trump would remain the president. And if you live in a country 
where the state apparatus can successfully overturn an election to keep the ruling regime in power even when it loses, you do not live in a democracy. You live in a dictatorship. Exactly, exactly. And that's what he's trying to make America. He's trying to, he, he wants dictatorship and he wants to be the dictator. And what he say go. He don't care what the voters say. <laughs> you know, he don't, he don't, uh-uh. What, what do you mean Biden won? I mean, what do you mean uh, uh, Biden won? I'm not having that shice. <laughs> Boy, I'm telling you, I bet the uh, late night talk shows, they are going to have a heck of a time with uh, these uh, uh, newsreels. You know, they're going to go in on, on President 45 like it's nobody's business. Oh, man, I just, oh, boy, I, I can't stop laughing. Hold on, let me let me pause for the call. <laughs> oh, okay, I got it under control. I got it under control. Oh, boy. Whew. And should the Supreme Court have declared the U.S. a dictatorship, what if this had, had worked? How do you think the American citizenry would react? And Republicans are the ones who like to wave around the Gadsden flag, the don't tread on me flag, the ones who parade around in tri-corner hats, waving the patriotic stars and bars of our founders who fought against British tyranny for self-rule. How should the American people react to the state the government invalidating the people's choice? How do you think they would react? What they going to be reacting the same way I'm reacting. They're going to be on the floor rolling. They're going to be dying with laughter. That's what they're going to be doing. At least everybody else that ain't no uh, 45 supporter, that's what they're going to be doing. You have to ask? Well, I'm glad you asked, but there's your answer. That's exactly what's going to be going on. Happened in this country if this lawsuit had won. I think it's pretty clear that if it had won, and again, it didn't. It lost, thank goodness, right? Of course it lost. And let me tell you something. It had about as much chances winning as Jello in a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> it would have represented the worst crisis for the country since secession. And I don't think that's an overstatement. It's not just me. This is part of an impassioned plea that Democratic Senator Chris Murphy made today. And think about the fact that these words needed to be spoken today on the floor of the United States Senate. Oh. Right now, the most serious attempt to overthrow our democracy in the history of this country is underway. Those who are pushing to make Donald Trump president for a second term, no matter the outcome of the election, are engaged in a treachery against their nation. You cannot, at the same time, love America and hate democracy. Exactly. But as we speak, a whole lot of flag-waving Republicans are nakedly trying to invalidate millions of legal votes because that is the only way okay but let me say something though to get back on a serious note all of this ladies and gentlemen i know it's important to the country but <clears throat> it is not uh going to do anything about the issues that the, and the plight that uh, black america is going through you know, I got to get back on a serious note here. They going through all of this, and, and I, I guarantee you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, 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 it's going to take real 
black power and black strength to change um, the systemic racism and all of the injustices that's going on for for uh, um, black America. I'm, that's one reason why I can find all of this so comical is because these Mzungus and these uh, 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 privileged uh, uh, politicians are seriously taking this to heart. But there ain't, I guarantee you, there ain't no uh, sane black individual taking any of this at heart because it's not going to make a difference who in there. For what we have gone through and what we are, where we at now and what we're going to go through. You know, this, this, as far as we concerned, this, uh, uh, we're still in an uprising trying to, um, get things changed around for what's happening to us as a whole. The unarmed killing, the lynchings that's going on. I reported on a, a lynching today, ladies and gentlemen, of a, a 18 year old, um, uh, uh, a black teenager who who they say publicly hung himself for all the world to see and they they even got uh, photos of it floating around on the internet and that ain't the only one that I don't reported on this year that's like number six and number seven that I don't reported on and each and every one of them ladies and gentlemen was a uh, deemed a suicide with no proof whatsoever in fact Three of them, well, we can count this one now as four of them that was deemed suicide before an investigation even got started. So you think that uh, uh, we don't find this uh, funny and comical? Yeah, we do, because it don't it ain't going to mean nothing if if it was overturned or if it don't get overturned and we're under the. Um, uh, uh, sloppy Jim Crow Joe regime, it wouldn't have been no different from being under 45 regime. Which means now one of them have an agenda or a plan to do anything about what uh, uh, black Americans, African Americans, people of color, whatever you want to call us, it don't have no bearing on anything that's going to uh, satisfy us or do anything about the uh the plight that we're in and the and the ones that we have been in in the past y'all want to impress me and get me to be uh more serious about what's going on is with this crap y'all talking about let me hear something about tangibles let me hear something about uh, uh reparations let me hear something about uh restructuring the entire justice system from the police department on up I didn't say defund. I said reform and uh, and uh, the entire thing, because that's what needs to be happening in this uh, uh, in this country. To, to, to put the to put it out there, this crap that they're talking about ain't nothing but a joke to us. Now, with that being said, let's get back to what I'm thinking. To me, is no more than Comedy Central. But y'all call it news. Make Donald Trump president again. Now, of course, legally, the lawsuit was complete garbage. Okay, garbage. The suit and all the friends of the court briefs that went along with it that were filed on its behalf, they were filled with lies and bad faith and misreadings of the law and like ridiculous, embarrassing typos. 
I mean, really? Well, let me tell you something else. We don't expect anything different. That's how y'all got this country. You stole it. That's how you got free labor from uh, black individuals. You stole it. You confined it. That's what y'all do. Y'all steal. Y'all kill. Y'all destroy. And then you expect everybody to get behind that. Well, this new black America that we try to build, they, we're not getting behind that. We ain't going for it. Not at all. A new Nevada and new California joined the lawsuit. And if you're scratching your head and you're saying, oh, I don't know those are states, you're not wrong. They aren't real states. Somehow they got in there. So at one level, right, again, we've been saying this for months. At one level, this is clownish buffoonery. Like all the haphazard oh, attempts to overcome you hear that the election. Term. We have watched get laughed out of court. Did you just for the last hear that month. term? But at another level, it is very different. Let's hear that again. Did you hear that? Conery and buffoonery. Now, normally those are terms that's only used for uh from um <clears throat> white America about black individuals. Yeah. I can't believe he just said that. Let's repeat that. So at one level, right, again, we've been saying this for months. At one level, this is clownish buffoonery, like all the haphazard attempts to overturn the election that we have watched get laughed out of court for the last month. But at another level, it is very desperately, desperately dangerous and serious. I was trying to think about how to characterize it today. Because it did. has both these qualities to it. I mean, to me, it, it, it's the constitutional equivalent of someone walking up to someone else, maybe someone they're having an argument with, with a loaded nine millimeter weapon and the safety on and drawing the gun and pointing it to someone's head and pulling the trigger. Nothing happens in the end. The safety's on. But what is that? Is that a prank? Is it a bluff? No. It's a threat. They're holding a loaded gun to American democracy with this lawsuit. Just because the safety is on now doesn't mean it will not fire the next time. And at some level, I do think, and this, this is, I guess, me going out of my way to be charitable to people that have thrown in with this tawdry, treacherous undertaking. At some level, I do think the vast majority of the Republicans see this as political posturing. I think part of the reason so many Republicans have signed on is because they think they aren't playing with live ammunition. And they joined what Pennsylvania probably correctly characterized the seditious abuse of the court system because they know they will not face any political backlash. Certainly not within the party and not with voters, probably. Trump voters certainly will not punish them. And that includes the two Georgia senators who are asking their own voters' votes to be thrown out. And it includes the 12 members of the states involved who are Republicans who are elected by the same votes they want to throw out and who now want to go serve in Congress. Figure that one out. We don't have to. Joe Biden and Barack Obama and many others said that this last election was a referendum on democracy itself. And because a majority of people agreed with them and democracy won, now Republicans want to override the majority. They lost a referendum on democracy. And now the Republican Party has thrown in against democracy itself. Now, I tell you what, if you want to be worried about something, you better be worried about the day that it's time for him to go. 
and he got his uh, brothers, he got his peoples uh, standing back and standing by. That's what you better be worried about. Not this uh, uh, this uh, foolish uh, mess that he's got going on, filing all these uh, frivolous lawsuits. You better be worried about when he get down to the point where he got to hand over them keys, what he going to do. When they say, give me the keys to the White House, it's time for you to go. That's when you better start worrying. Joe Biden, and more than a month ago, a senior Republican official said this to the Washington Post about the president's unwillingness to accept the outcome. What's the downside for humoring him for this little bit of time? The official asks. No one seriously thinks the results will change. No, they're not going to change, but I just gave you what you better be watchful for, what you better be careful for, because that's going to be the <clears throat> end result. We already know that uh, Sloppy Jim Crow Joe is the president-elect, and he's going to be taking uh, or trying to, we should say, allegedly trying to take over the uh, White House on uh, January 20th. But it's one thing that I, I want to say, ladies and gentlemen. Well, not one thing. There's many things I want to say. But here's one important fact. Uh, <clears throat> this man has supporters all over America. And at this point in time right now, let's remember, he's in charge over the military. Let's remember, ladies and gentlemen, that he did not and will not and have not denounced white supremacy and racism we know for a fact that he's got his people standing back and standing by now these are facts these are things that we know i am not telling you anything that you don't know already so when it comes to being uh, uh fearful and uh, being and, and watching what's going on that's what you need to be watching for we know he has nothing that's going to happen that's going to come out from these frivolous lawsuits. But we do know that this is a man who, who, who does not give up on whatever it is that he feels that he's right about or that he wants to happen. He's going to pursue it to the very end. Just like he demonstrated through his uh, four years in office. He did everything under the sun to get all of the agendas that he wanted pushed through, pushed through. And everybody who wasn't on his team, what did you see him do? He fired them. He got rid of them. And he put around him like-minded thinking individuals. That's what he did. And, and, and y'all not hearing me now, but you're going to hear me when I tell you later on when he... And I hope that this doesn't happen, but I'm telling you, when it gets down to a January 20th, January 19th, when it's time for him to pass over the keys to the White House, that's the day that I'm waiting on to see exactly what happened. I'm trying, I want to see if it's going to be a, a peaceful transition. That's where the questions actually come in at. Will he peacefully do this? Well, he ain't peacefully done nothing since he's been in office. So y'all putting all this concern and, uh, and got all of these lamestream medias reporting on these uh, frivolous lawsuits. But I don't see anybody really uh, paying attention to the uh, big picture that he's been telling you about since the election started. That's the real thing that y'all should be getting geared up for.
And if you're and if you're gearing up for it and you're not and you're not saying anything, then kudos to you guys. And you're ready for whatever you think is going to be. But the way that I in the lamestream media is hiding it. Okay, well then that's good. But if y'all are not gearing up for what this man could potentially do when it comes to a time to hand over the keys, I feel sorry for y'all. Because this guy has a lot of supporters. He has a, a, a lot of money. And, and people are still funding in money to this guy every day. Supposedly supporting these lawsuits and these other different uh, uh, issues like him running for president again in 2024. Okay, all of that has yet to be seen. But, but what we have seen and what he has demonstrated, ladies and gentlemen, through his actions, tell us that he is not willing to comply, he is not willing to concede, and he is not willing to give up this White House under any circumstances. That's what y'all should be paying attention to. Tonight, after multiple recounts in multiple states, after dozens and dozens of failed court challenges, tonight we know the results have not changed. But there is a downside. Because this was never really about what the president thinks, it's about what he would do. So tonight, here's what this vain and selfish man who has never honestly demonstrated the ability to put his country before himself is now doing. He's now you, you hear this? Now, this guy is saying it himself, but look, he's not going to, I'm going to let him continue, but he ain't going to tell you what I just told you. Listen to what he say after you just heard him say that this man don't give two dams about this country. That he's only concerned with his self and his self-preservation and and uh, his uh, and his issues that are important to him. And it seems like he's staying in his White House is very important to him. Now let's let's listen to what else that this guy got to say when he what he thinks about what uh, forty-five is going to do. All in on what he's billing as the big one, a Supreme Court challenge led by Texas, pitting state against state, not to mention fantasy and junk science versus facts. Okay, well, we heard that already, so we know that that failed. We're past that point now. <clears throat> Excuse me, we're past that point now. We're at the point to where his uh, options are now uh, getting limited. I don't believe there's any more lawsuits that he could possibly file. So what's next on his agenda? This is what y'all should be gearing up for. This is where the, the concerns ought to actually really start happening and not with these uh, 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 allegations, these frivolous lawsuits. I guarantee you he's, he is gearing up for some nefarious activities that y'all seem like y'all either ignoring, don't believe, because this is the uh, most powerful country in the world and y'all think that it's just not going to happen. But he's been challenging all of that since this election. He's been challenging every bit of it. So uh, y'all not now wondering what his next move is going to be? Please. If you don't, something wrong with y'all. I want to thank y'all so much for uh, listening to another episode of chilling with teddy g and this one was a kind of funny at least it was to uh black america i can guarantee you that the only ones who worrying about this is uh privileged individuals you manzungos
That's who worrying about this. But listen, guys, <clears throat> continue to do y'all social distancing. Put on your outer gear, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. We're in a pandemic war, and I need y'all to be putting on your outer gear, your glasses, your masks, your face shields, your gloves, some type of shoe covering, washing your clothes. And when you, when you come in the house, if you've been out for any extended time, making sure that you wash your hands for 20 seconds or more. Uh, you know, uh, keeping yourself clean and putting on some clean clothes when you come into the house so you can relax without knowing you're not spreading this virus anywhere. And the number one defense is your immune system. I tell y'all this all the time. Keep it strong. You know, keep it keep it ready to handle uh, this virus or any other virus that you that you may get. Eat your proper meals. You consume your proper uh, vegetables and, and um, fruits and berries, and nuts, and seeds, and garlic, and onions, and all the other things that help build up a strong immune system. As you guys know, I love giving y'all this information. I love dropping these gems on you and giving you these tidbits because loving my people is my food. And as you know, Teddy G is hungry each and every single day. Good night.